Hi, I'm Sally. And I'm Ray. Welcome to an episode of Reason for Being. Where we bring you along on our journey of self-discovery, the universe, and all of the magic in between. Tune in weekly for our latest experiences and guest speakers where no topic or emotion is off the table. Let's get out of our heads and into our hearts. This This is our our reason for being. Welcome back, everyone. We're back from a little sabbatical. A little. It was a a big sabbatical. sabbatical. Yeah, it was big. We've taken about three months, which feels like three years. It feels like a very long time. Well, it was. We had a lot to... um, we just wanted to enjoy the downtime because once mm-hmm. you once you actually click play on this thing again, you got to consistently show up. Yeah, and after our retreat, that really we needed some time to integrate. Oh uh, yeah, the last episode was mm. the ayahuasca retreat, coming from a place of wisdom, and then we got to integrate. Yeah, everything that came up. Yeah, which I feel like we kind of nailed it. Oh, <laughs> nailed it to some, <laughs> some degree. <laughs> Well, anyway, the things that came up in ceremony <laughs> for me. Yeah. Which what? Re- recap. Yeah. We both had um, a realisation that we take life too seriously. So had some time to reconnect with ourselves. Yeah. Just having fun and not always trying to place meaning on everything. <laughs> yeah. And it does get really tiring when you're like going through that stage of like, I need to continually work on myself. Yeah. So exhausting. Mm. Then you kind of come home to... I mean, I feel like we both sort of came back from our experiences last year. We took everyone on a journey on all the things we tried. But, you know, the loop of that was that we came home to ourselves and realised we're the ones who who have to heal ourselves or, you know, make different decisions. Yeah. Well, we just realised that this year with the, uh, with the podcast, mm-hmm. we did come home to the fact that, like, it was really helpful to have all those people push us in the right direction but the end of every session we kind of realized that it was up to us to then integrate and and trust our intuition yeah stop putting all of your power onto someone else to heal you or you know change your life yeah giving away your power Mm -hmm. yeah so we're trying to spend more time like understanding what it is that our body and um everything is just trying to tell us yeah rather than relying on an outside source to tell us how we're feeling exactly yeah they're like oh your energy seems a bit off today let me let me just oh yeah it does actually let me just charge three thousand dollars to tell you that (laughs) yeah (laughs) sign up for a few months you're like fuck yeah that sounds really good yeah i'm gonna be so healed by the end of this take my money (laughs) and then afterwards you're like oh hang on a minute i still gotta do some work here yeah and then all you realize that the person that was helping you was like seriously at the same level that you are (laughs) what's with that (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway but yeah so we we basically realized as well that we're not experts and we're just having a little discussion between us and we wanted to let you guys know that we're not that far ahead of you and so we're coming from a place of yeah like two steps ahead and just posing some different viewpoints and ways to look at things that is just a chat with you gals. Yeah, and then we thought we'd also weave in, you know, some expert opinion and research just so that if something does pique your interest, you can go look into it a bit further. Yeah, which is like how we work now. Like we follow a lot of pages and stuff and hear things, but we're taking everything with a grain of salt and really yeah. just sticking with what resonates for us rather than trying to make everything have a meaning (laughs) exactly and it's also like you know you can get so looped into like a 
I'm a cult in a sense of like this is how everyone talks and thinks and acts yeah. and it's totally goes against being an individual <laughs> well what we've realized too is that like the healing journey becomes an ego almost it's a healing ego yeah <laughs> a lot of egos out there a lot of egos where there's like all the trends and whatnot in a different degree to keep up with so yeah we're trying to step away from yeah that we're this time. stepping away into the little hermit shell but what we also realised is over the break, I mean, one had a man band and one found a relationship. Yeah, one. <laughs> Choose your fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Which side are you on? <laughs> yeah. But what did we both realise out of what we've been through over the break? I mean, I would say through relating with men again, it showed me personally um, all the places that I still have to heal or like where I give my power away with men particularly. Mm. So, it, yeah, it showed me where I have to come home and give myself what I want men to give me. Yeah, exactly. It, it, like just relationships, even friendships, mm. they all point to everything that you're still not like 100% in, which is great because they're like little golden nuggets that you need that you can't work out on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is. It's all work, isn't it? Especially relationships. Yeah. But I guess we thought going through what we went through, which was, yeah, realising that we still have a lot of work to do. I mean, it's never a straight line. Yeah. Can't just say that you're done. I mean, after the last ayahuasca ceremony, I was like, I'm so enlightened. Yeah. And then you go back to real life and then, yeah, you have situations show up and you're like, wow, I'm still fucked. <laughs> Traumatised as fuck. <laughs> which leads us into today's episode. <laughs> We're talking about trapped trauma. Trapped trauma. This episode is going to be about how it shows up mentally, physically, energetically, mm -hmm. how we've personally dealt with it and little tips and tricks on how you can actually process it. Yeah. Which leads us up to what actually is... What is what is trapped trauma? I mean, you hear everyone talking about it. I feel like everywhere you go now, everyone wants to talk about how traumatised they are. Yeah. And again, it comes back to the ego. It's like, yeah, let's just talk. Like, yeah. how cool is it to tell everyone how fucked up I we are? I read this book and it told me this, this, this and this and everyone's just like spitting the education they've got. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, what are you actually doing about yeah. it? So you've, and then 10 minutes later, you're like, whoa, you've got some trauma to deal with. It's a fucking soap opera. <laughs> it is so yeah trap trauma I mean everyone knows they have trauma or some people don't feel like they have enough happening in their life to actually credential them a traumatic life yeah. so what like for people that don't know how trauma gets stuck in the body what is it it's like it's basically when you've gone through a stressful situation and that stress activates like the fight flight freeze or fawn within your body mm. and if you don't process that stress or emotion it ends up getting stored in your body which can in turn affect you physically mentally emotionally and it, it can stop people from being able to cope or function properly in life yeah so what happens is that traumatic event is stored in your nervous system but what people don't realize is that the trauma can actually just be an emotion that's brought up so there's so many emotions of negative impact that could be so minor, but your body doesn't know the difference. So yeah. it's like a heartbreak. When you go through a heartbreak, your physical heart can hurt. So your your mind doesn't understand the difference between a physical abuse and emotional abuse. So mm -hmm. then the nervous system is constantly working on overdrive to protect you because that's what it's there for. Yeah. 
And there's so many people who um, are like, oh, I haven't had anything stressful going on in my life or I haven't had any trauma, but it could literally be like you were two years old and your mum walked away from you at the playground and you felt stressed and and upset and scared and that caused that response in your body. Because what were you saying? It's like when something happens, a piece of your... Yeah, it's like you fragment. Fragment into... So what happens... It's like you split in a sense. So in a sense, when you get to our age and you feel lost, like you don't even know who you are, it's because over the period of your life, you're continuously faced with emotional or for some people physical abuse where you're on protection. Yeah, your body's had to learn a way how to deal with that event. And so in turn, it's like it has this coping mechanism to try and deal with any situation then. And it's like that's how you'll deal with all stressful situations in life. Yeah, so it's funny, like, we say cycles, you get stuck in cycles, Mm. but what you have to realise is that you are working on an energetic field where if you're storing these energies and emotions inside of you, what happens is it's a frequency. Yeah. And so your, your whole reality is shaped by trying to recreate something from the past. So you're wearing a lens of thinking that you're being present and experiencing something, but you're actually not because at every single moment you're trying to relive traumatic experiences because your body wants to correct them. Yeah. Your body wants to get through it. But what you don't realise is that continually drawing in that traumatic experience again without realising that it's because you've never dealt with it. And it's uh, there's a quote that I love, which is the future is a reanimation of the past. Mm. And so it it is, it's completely like the lens that you're operating from and your brain is going to constantly be trying to draw in situations and evidence that confirms that's why you feel or react the way that you do. (laughs) Yeah, the reanimation thing. Yeah. I mean, I spent my whole adolescence recreating the relationship I had with my dad because that was to me love yeah which is trapped trauma because I didn't realize it was me and so my reality was always shaped by these like internal emotions that I hadn't dealt with yeah so I guess we want to basically allow everybody to understand that you're working on three fields and the more that you can like step into each one of them and understand where they're at the more that you'll be able to instead of react to a situation actually process it and see it through a present lens. Yeah, like coming into the present moment and seeing that you have a choice of do I want to keep reacting from a traumatic place or do I want to respond from the present moment and choose something differently? Because the only way you create change is by constantly choosing something differently and reiterating to your body, mind, spirit, this is the choice we're making from now on. Yeah, well, it's like confirmation. You're mm. always looking for confirmation to, like, even when we deal with relationships, you're, like, constantly trying to affirm to yourself that what you believe or what your body what your body is keeping score of mm-hmm. is right. Yeah. <laughs> so because that then entails that you don't have to make any changes because you're constantly blaming everyone around you instead of realising that it's you that needs to change because you're blaming in a place of, like this situation has happened because this is what always happens. Yeah, this is what always happens or this is what people are like. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the alternative to that is actually working out how to recognise the trauma. Yeah, and the triggers. So, yeah, and being mindful of it and then not 
blaming someone else for you being triggered. Yeah, so one of my favourite quotes is, being our best self requires that we shed what holds us back. When we take responsibility for the health of our energetic spirit and pair that with healing intention, we move toward the higher vibrational state that requires that's required for us to balance, regulate, heal and thrive. So, yeah, yeah step one is to identify. Yeah, just slow down and identify what's going on. Yeah. And the, the biggest key is always how you feel in your body. Yeah, because we don't really take note of what's happening. Yeah, like is the heart racing? Are you sweating? <laughs> yeah. Shaking? Well, we've actually done some research at this time. We're not just talking shit. Yeah. So <laughs> we've got some, uh, like the most common ways that trauma shows up. Yeah, so the most common ways that trauma can show up is um, like an altered mood or inability, inability to control your emotions. So outbursts of anger, periods of depression depression like suicidal thoughts detachment or dissociation feeling isolated avoidance of anything that brings up emotions issues with sleep concentration relationship issues yeah self-destructive reckless self-sabotage which is huge for us yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like everything that's that's everything on this list I'm like yep 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 One that actually really um, piqued my interest was eating disorders. So I found, um, because obviously I, in the first episode, um, opened up about dealing with an eating disorder through my teenage years, and um, they found a strong link between um, people who have bulimia, binging, purging, and uh, traumatic events, particularly violence. (laughs) So Mm. that, yeah, I just found that link really interesting to make that connection because I never... You didn't understand where it came from? No. I mean, I just thought I was eating my feelings. I didn't think it was kind of linked to my upbringing, I guess you could say. Mm. So those are the common ways that it can show up. There's also some less common ways, which can be urgency, giving people the silent treatment, um... Being funny all the time. <laughs> Defensive. Yeah. I'm like, or I'm just funny. Come on. You're like, am I listing my yeah. personality traits? <laughs> <laughs> Over explaining. People pleasing. Which, again, all of those things, in my opinion, is protection. Yeah. Or trying to help people all the time. That's kind of like you're trying to put that on other people. Like, I can help everyone else, but you're not even helping yourself. It's like, that's your cry out for you to help yourself. Mm, deflecting yeah but it's like what do they actually give us so over explaining people pleasing like urgency all of that is like a normal way of thinking and it's so natural for us to be in that mindset yeah but then again it's so hard to be of the opposite mindset of like having a conversation the person's having their reality and you're having yours and instead of reacting out of the past being able to be in the present moment. Yeah, and, and being see, vulnerable. And see it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like how often now, like having the understanding of reacting yeah, and, and understanding where you're reacting from. So that's where trap trauma comes into it because it's like you've got all of these emotions stored and all of them want to be seen and heard. Yeah. So at every opportunity when someone triggers you, that's an opportunity for them to come up. Yeah. So they're like, I'm trapped. Let me out. Yeah, come on. Ah! Let me out of here. Come on. <laughs> Notice me. Yeah, they're like, yes, ding, ding, ding. Let's so, go. So then like in the way of an argument. Yeah. 
an emotion that you might have felt of like um, unworthiness. Unworthy. It's a lower vibrational frequency, so it's going to come up, mm-hmm. and then you have the choice. Yes. So yeah. Are you going to feed it? <laughs> yeah. So then that comes down to self awareness. So it's like if you spent time with yourself and sat with everything that you do have like filed in the filing cabinet, Mm -hmm. are you going to choose to pick one of those to react from because you want to reiterate that you're like traumatized and your life sucks and you just want to be in that way forever? Are you going to take it as an opportunity? Yeah. And actually choose something differently. You're like, cool. This is showing me a part of myself where I'm still trapped. Yeah. Let's, let's get it out. Yeah. I so found that, you know, um, like when I broke my celibacy and started dating again and I found myself, like my mood altering depending on like how much attention I was getting from them or if there was a shift in the amount of attention. And then, yeah, it's like, and then how do you start reacting to that? But so that's interesting mm. because it's like you all of a sudden are putting someone else's needs ahead of yours yeah. rather than thinking the question of, what is what is it inside of me yeah. that's making these feelings come up? Yeah. But instead it's like, this person hates me. What have I done? I yeah, what to, have like, I done? I need to make them a coffee and I need to be like, <laughs> I need to be better. Yeah, I need to be better. I need to fix not, this. Not for me, for them. Yeah, no, for me, I was like, no, I'll just go on a man ban and <laughs> like, just, get I'll to just the bottom cancel, of it. <laughs> you're like, I'll just cancel that cancel out Cancel culture's real. <laughs> cancel man, that's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's the, that's... Also an interesting thing is when you step into relationships with the opposite sex, Mm -hmm. which for me is where a lot of my trauma is held in the masculine side of my body. But it's like, it's so many opportunities to amend stuff, but it still still makes it hard. Oh, it does. You have the thought come up of being like, do I want to choose to do this? Or like, and you can be conscious of that you're like silent treating someone or in a mood, you're aware of it doesn't mean that straight away you're going to be able to be like I know what this is yeah hang on a minute and I mean there's there's nothing wrong with saying hey I need to take some time out to like process why why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling without you know without labeling it and without having to find an exact reason it's just being able to communicate like the key that I've found with this relationship that I'm in now is that every time that I'm able to communicate I don't even know where what I'm feeling just the fact that it's something and it's a trigger yeah is so helpful because then he's not in the dark side of thinking that it's him. Yeah. It's and me saying, I've got things to process. Like I'm really triggered right now. I want you to know because I don't want you to think it's you. Yeah. But how beautiful now that you're in a relationship with someone who is able to like be there for you and, and actually wants to get to know you and work through that with you, you know? Yeah. And that's such a good sign of where you're at on your journey that you've now drawn someone so different into your world Mm. so different to what you're used to like (laughs) previous episodes have shown us like the men that were completely dismissive (laughs) and yeah it's like they didn't care at all about getting to know you well I was choosing from trauma yeah and now now I've like made a little bit more room the trauma's still there and it still rears its head every now and again and I do self-sabotage a lot Mm-hmm. where I, like I'm finding myself in situations where it's almost like I want to push him away yeah. because then it affirms to me that my trauma's real. Yeah, yeah. You know? But he's like not that easy, sunshine. <laughs> he's like, he, he actually said to me the other day, he's like, 
Have you ever thought about that someone might actually care about you? Fuck. <laughs> oh. You're like, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Have you? No, I'm like, <laughs> stop. Time to go to bed. Nobody loves me. I don't want to talk about it. Let's affirm some real negative things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess so we've discussed what we feel trap trauma is, mm-hmm. how it can appear. Well, I guess we didn't really say mentally physically energetically I mean physically is a good one because I think so many people have these autoimmune diseases and illnesses and there's no answer for it Mm. and they're all you know on medication and all these things no one's looking at what's the root cause like on a spiritual level you know what's happening yeah most diseases are formed from negative emotions yeah which is affirming to your body that it's not well (laughs) exactly actually when I was um in my 20s I randomly just started getting I felt like my hips were uneven Mm. and yeah there was just like this uncomfortability in them and I went to like the physio the chiro the osteo I went to every O were you gonna get one of those shoes that like lifted (laughs) up one side I actually think I got those inserts in my runners just gonna put it out there oh fuck I I always heard that it was like if you held your handbag on one side oh yeah I remember that there was like you're holding yeah see no, you have Come some on, shit that you've got to deal with. Come yeah. on. So what was the result? You went to a couple of O's. I went to all the O's. Got the big O. All the big <laughs> No, not, not that one. Not the O that we like. Yeah, not that one. But um, nothing helped. And then 10 years later, so I suffered for a long time. Yeah. I started to see information on how um, our emotions are stored in the hips, particularly like the most vulnerable parts of us or you know, the negative memories and and things that we'd rather forget. Yeah. When you have an emotional response that goes straight to your hips. Really? Yeah. What, but emotional in terms of what? Like, because I feel like each part of the body would have a different resonance. Yeah. So um, mainly it's like relationships. Mm, and it's like close to your womb yeah. too. Which the womb, if you think about the sacral, that's like creativity, sexuality, if that's out of balance, that's where you start feeling like insecure, jealous. And then that's definitely, you know, who I was in relationships. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was even, I found uh, on like an evolutionary standpoint, the hips activate for you to run away from danger. So mm. there's like that fight, flight like response. Up. Yeah. And so... Thrust, thrust you. <laughs> you said thrush me. Thru- like, not again. Not thrush, Sally. That's <laughs> no, a different please. episode. <laughs> yeah. Save that for another time. Um, yeah, so it's basically, I mean, when the hips activate and it doesn't get processed or stretched or anything, then the muscle shortens. Mm-hmm. And if you think about having, so you have like the shortening of the muscle plus the emotion that hasn't been processed, And then they just get stored in there until you release it. So I started doing some research and I looked into yoga and I saw, you know, some poses that you could do for releasing emotions. Mm -hmm. And the first time I went into pigeon pose. Which is what? What's pigeon pose? So pigeon pose in yoga, it's how do I describe that pose? It's like you're on the floor and you have one leg in front of you and one behind. And it's just like a very deep stretch into your hips. hips. Yeah. Like open I just started ugly crying. (laughs) 
And then another thing that I tried was on the holistic psychologist, there was an exercise for um, releasing trauma from the body, which she just lays down and you kind of like shake your hips from side to side within 10 seconds, crying. (laughs) Yeah, I see that a lot. Uh, It's just so interesting. Like I wonder if people actually go to yoga and have those kind of like yeah situations without it or do you have to go at it with the awareness of like you're releasing emotion I mean I've done lots of yoga classes and I you know where they do the and I never had that sort of thing but I went in there with the intention of releasing stuff and I was breathing into the zone and just like whatever needs to come up just come up yeah so that's I was going to take it back to that quote that I said earlier because it's like when you take responsibility of your health and your energetic spirit and pair that with healing intention so it's like You'd be going through your everyday life and doing things where your body's like, oh, just one more step and we yeah. would like release that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you're going to yoga for reasons that aren't of the spiritual. To tone your body. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so much benefit in understanding the other layer to it, which is energetic and emotional. Yeah. I've completely shifted the way I work out now. It's every single day I see it as energy and me moving energy, bringing energy in and moving it. It's not like. I want to tone my ass. It's like... Yeah, let's just pump some weight. Yeah. It's so... Uh, yeah. I um, I can resonate with that because I've always, like, struggled with my right shoulder blade. Mm. Like, it's always tight and it's always, like... I always feel like I need to crack my neck. Yeah. Um, And I did a similar thing, like, when I started looking into the healing journey and stuff. Actually, it started with Reiki because um, my shoulder blades are, like, sticking out. And Karen, who we interviewed last year, she said that that often happens when your, like, body is trying to protect you. Yeah, like a shield. Like a shield. Yeah. You've got the wings at the And back. it's, like, around your heart as well. Yeah. So then when I looked up a shoulder blade recently on an energetic level, level what it means when there's tension in your right shoulder, it said that you're bracing for a blow. And when you think about, oh. like, bracing for a blow, you're, like, moving your whole body without realizing over across your heart yeah so like if you've listened to the previous episodes everything that's for me has been like relationship based so and you're always bracing for a blow with bracing for a blow but it's also like when you think about yin and yang so our body the way that it's structured in some beliefs is that your right side is related to the masculine and your left side is related to the feminine and the same as like how your brain has two different sides mm-hmm. um so right side being yang um it comes from like your go side. So always putting the weight of the world on your shoulders in terms of like taking action. Yeah. So a lot of what happened for me last year as well was re- realizing how heavily I was acting from that side. Mm-hmm. So what it can indicate to you on an energetic level is that you need to rest and like take a step back. Yeah. Which is everything that I did last year. And I, I haven't had that much issues with it but recently because I'm so stressed out with work stuff my yeah. right shoulder is always aching so yeah. it's just interesting how your body can show you things that like if you investigate it it'll uncover things that your mind and yeah body that's actually so interesting because usually it was always my left hip that I was that I'd feel discomfort on, but lately it's been on the right-hand side. Mm. <laughs> man, 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 Raymond. Man. <laughs> Raymond's tired. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's all well and good to feel or, like, to research and understand mm-hmm. what it is. So there's the understanding, but then there's also the fact of, like, moving through it. Yeah. Um, 
we had a chat the other day about the, <laughs> the analogy of trapped emotions being like a warehouse full of boxes. Yeah. So if you don't really understand it in terms that we've just described, what I like to do as a visual person is always put like an analogy behind it. Yeah. So think of your body as a fucking warehouse. Yep. And Storage like, unit. Get your popcorn ready, people. This is just <laughs> life changing. <laughs> like, get ready. Get ready. Here it comes. So you picture your body as a warehouse and you imagine like, you just think of your cupboard, like how quickly do you add and gather up oh. things in there and you're like constantly adding things and like pushing things on top of each other so you've got a warehouse it's jam-packed with boxes and then you go oh my god I can't fit anything else in here I've just got all these boxes in here so if you relate that to trap trauma Mm -hmm. you've lived a life where you've filled your body up to the brim now where you're no longer in present mode you're asleep yeah literally asleep to what's happening to you because you cannot take any more it's like system can't compute yeah so, you know, you finally get to that point when where we got to where you're like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, so you look in your warehouse and you're like, I know what's wrong. I need to get rid of some shit. Yeah. So Time you, to stop hoarding. Yeah, the hoarder. That's yeah. what I said at the start. Are you minimalistic or are you a hoarder? Yeah. And nine times out of ten, you're a hoarder. Yeah. Because your life story is based off being a hoarder and you're hoarding all of these things that confirm to you who you are. Yeah. So the deal is think of your body as a storage container where you're like, I don't need this box anymore. So you pull the box out and you look at it and it's photos of you and your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, you don't need that stuff. A jumper that you went on a holiday with Mm -mm. where you like realised you had a miscarriage or something. You know, like there's all of these things in these boxes that has dust over it. You don't think you think about it anymore, but then you see the box and you're like, fuck, I can process that just clean it out yeah you <laughs> I I'm such a minimalist that like months down the track I'm like where's that thing yeah you're <laughs> I like forget I that I threw it out, out. <laughs> I could have used that like, I probably should have put more salt into it <laughs> oops <laughs> but where I'm getting to is when you clean out the warehouse and you've gone through all the boxes there's only a couple of things left but that's natural because life on the healing journey you need those things you need those milestones to help you reflect and move forward but what the main purpose is clearing out the warehouse is then you've got space you've got space to choose differently for new experiences new experiences a, a box for arrives joy. a box arrives at your door yeah you go well let me just take a look at what's inside of it do i need it do i need to keep it or can we process and remove it mm-hmm. like now we get to have that point where we're talking to people and when our mind are in the present because we've been able to clear a few few boxes yeah. gone whereas before it was so overloaded that it was like you I'm just, just going to react. react yeah because you're stressed yeah well, what are the what are the symptoms of having a fucking shitload of boxes in your warehouse stressed frustrated yeah. angry don't talk to me yeah all don't, the negative stuff and you're blowing up at people because you're like don't you know how like stored up my fucking yeah. warehouse is I'm at capacity mate yeah can't you see <laughs> yeah. That's trap trauma. Yeah. <laughs> you got to clear it out, man. You got to clear it out. So I guess, yeah, I like that analogy because it really makes you realize how silly it is to hold on to these things that don't serve mm-hmm. a purpose anymore. Yeah. Or like once you go through your wardrobe and you clear out all the shit that you don't wear, you're like, actually, I probably wear like two things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need. So true. Like I'm just going to recycle all the stuff I enjoy. Yeah. And then you're like only using the things that you like. Yeah. Making place or space, I should say, for the things that matter in the present moment. Yeah, and then you are able to offer your time and capacity to other people because you can see that their warehouse is full and you know the way out, so you want to help them. Yeah. 
can I take that box off your hands? Because yeah. it's really fucking annoying and I hate that you keep blowing up at me about it. <laughs> your back looks sore. I'm yeah. going to help you. Well, you, know, you know your fucking waist, how you keep complaining about it? I know what it is. Yeah. That box in the back, just move another one and you, and you got it. Yeah. That's actually something that I forgot to mention earlier and like how trauma can show up and it's usually like weight gain or the inability to lose weight, yeah. which I had that I until last year. Didn't matter how healthy I ate, how much I exercised, I just held on to weight. I couldn't get rid of it. It's That is the linkage between it all. Mm. Like you think you need to go on this wild diet, but really you just need to sit with yourself and ask what, what are you holding on to that you don't need? Yeah. Process your stuff. Yeah. So we thought, I mean, we're not just going to yell at you like, deal with your shit we thought yeah (laughs) do a big clean out we thought we'd give you some tips of things that are proven to work and also worked for us yeah so the first thing that I ever did was a somatic shakeout and I've never done that oh man you need to do it literally just put on a song if it's for two minutes and you just sit there and start I just start off with, you know, wiggling the hands and then you start with the arms and the hips and the legs. Um, I think you've written here gyrations. <laughs> I, li- I felt after that, like, whoa, I'm free. I felt like I had broken the shackles off of me. Yeah. It was amazing to feel like that, the energy, but it that, was fresh energy had just come through me. It was amazing. <laughs> but that in itself as well is like, you can think about the emotions, but actually movement, like yeah. dance. Like we've, we were oh. talking about it before. You feel silly when you first start. Yeah, you're like real tight and like... <laughs> Unsure because you're coming from your ego. But once you start letting it go, like you then said... Then you're just whipping the hair back and forth. <laughs> a few neck cracks. <laughs> Chuck a few neck cracks in there. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, so the somatic, that movement has now moved into daily dance for you, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has. That's like what helps you transcend that energy and it does show you like where you're blocked. Yeah, And that's normally how I know um, that I have some stuff to process is I just have this this feeling in me and it's like you need to start dancing. And it's, yeah, it's like I'm just letting this thing move through me instead of like, oh, no, I can't feel this and shoving it down because I used to be the queen of like suppressing emotion. (laughs) Yeah. And it's also just being present. Mm. Yeah. When you do that, you're not like looking for an outcome. You're doing it because you, A, enjoy it and B, you know that, there's good things happening yeah like, but that's the intention behind it yeah it's just it's all energy it's all energy and that's such an easy way to start with it really yeah right? I mean you don't have to go and watch a thousand videos that's the thing we people think that you have to have a degree to understand oh. what it is to heal but it's like you literally just need to spend time with yourself yeah. and understand just being what present hold what I found, <laughs> get in nature <laughs> yeah what I found was that like I would go to the beach most mornings and I'd sit with myself and try and find where the blocks were energetically and then focus on it and ask questions to my body so I would be like what are you trying to tell me what am I not seeing yeah. or like what am I holding on to and even though you might not get an exact answer you do get an awareness to that part of your body so you can do visualizations as well of like that unblocking energetically mm-hmm. in your mind so it's like a flower blooming basically yeah because then you're releasing it there's also, I think when you first start doing that stuff and it's kind of part of the fun is like the games that your mind will play on you when you do try and <laughs> define meaning to like, what is this? But what is the reference? But what is, yeah, what is, and then you're like, I think it's that guy that I dated and like, <laughs> yeah, <Dear laughs> it's diary. because he really likes me and then you're like, no, 
actually. Dear diary. Dear diary. My mind's playing tricks on me my again. My mind's playing tricks. <laughs> what? Um, I actually, something that I loved, I was looking into um, like somatic movement and I found a quote by Dr. Peter Levine. So, you know how animals, if they, like if a dog gets in a fight with another one, as soon as you like break it up, they shake yeah. and then they walk away. That's shaking off the energy. They're shaking off the energy. So in this book, he said, just like animals, humans have a natural shaking response to emo- emotionally charged situations. These gyrations and undulations are ways that our nervous system shakes off the last rousing experience and grounds us in readiness for the next encounter with danger, lust and life. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, Just shake it off. <laughs> but that's interesting, though, because like whenever I'm such like a highly anxious person, mm. or I was, I still am. But you You're know, way I, less anxious. Yeah, but like, you know, like you get into a situation where like if I was going on a first date or like meeting up with someone, my body instantly shakes. Yeah. Like your body is yeah. trying to fucking help you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like annoyed at your body because you're like, I hate that you're doing yeah, can't this. Can't you just calm down? <laughs> but like, so that is your body trying to help you in a situation where you feel stressed and those, that trauma response is activating, but mm-hmm. you're coming from a place, well, I was coming from a place of fucking hell. But really, I should have been like, thank you for protecting yeah. me. Like, yeah, you're, you're just trying me. to release the stored up energy that mm. I'm accumulating. You're just trying to free me up a little bit. Just trying to release the shackles. Yeah, just let the shackles. You <laughs> should, <laughs> you should go home and bloody shake the shackles. <laughs> I just want <laughs> I just want to praise you. <laughs> I just got a vision of you with shackles. Oh, my like. God. Yes. <laughs> uh, anywho. Uh, okay, so some more ways to release. Yoga. Think yeah. of that like, you know, there's so many on YouTube. There's so many things now where you can just Google like yoga for trauma. Yeah. Yoga I- for evading <laughs> tax. <laughs> yoga to bring in my abundance. <laughs> yoga for mind-body connection. <laughs> yoga, yoga. yoga. No, yoga. but seriously, if you have it in the hips, do the pigeon pose. Do the pigeon pose. Let Get in know. there. Let us know how you go. Yeah. Also, another thing that I wanted to talk about was that when you do go on the... <laughs> Tell us what's on your mind. <laughs> oh, I haven't personally done it. I'm going to try. I'll, okay. I'll try. But you know how I sent you that thing that it was like um, when you try and process emotions, you always write how negative everything is. And oh, yeah. Um, you don't realise that that's actually affirming to yourself again that that's your life. So, like, I saw this really good thing the other day where this chick was like, instead of writing about everything negative... Imagine just writing your dream life in past tense like it's already happening because your your mind and body, like, you don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah. So it's like if you're affirming to yourself, I just had the most amazing week of my life, my job's going amazing, my love life is thriving, and you continuously write these things, your mind and body will create that for you. Yeah, well, it's like the vibration. Yeah, the higher vibration. And the finishing thing for our episode is like – it's all frequency. Yeah. And when you have an understanding that your reality, you're drawing in all these scenarios that just confirm what you're thinking. Yeah. So start focusing on the things that you want and it's, then you'll start drawing it in. So then you can be in the present. Yeah. I actually, when I did that better healing course, um, the facilitator gave us a really good tip on, you know, focusing on all the areas in your life, like your health, money, career, house, family relationships and writing down all of the attributes and things that so you specific. you want 
and doing it in like it's in present tense or past tense. Yeah. Yeah. And that it just starts retraining the mind mm-hmm. and it plants the seeds. So everything's always practice. I think sometimes we get caught up in like, I'm going to do this once and then it's all going to shift. But it's like continually showing up and, and doing that and it rewires your brain. Um, I've been looking, uh, looking a lot into prayers actually. And mm-hmm. it says that a lot of people give up right before the miracle happens. Yeah. So there's different timelines in the way that things come to you mm-hmm. and it is the frequency that you draw them in. And a lot of things can happen quicker than what others can. Yeah. But it's like faith and like knowing that you deserve that and that you are going to get it. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's also, that's another thing is like divine timing. Oh, Okay. but actually a good a good quote something on trauma from Richard Grannon is that we should treat everything as trauma and that sort of helps people come to terms with the fact that everyone's experienced some degree of trauma it doesn't necessarily I mean I'm not going to say your trauma doesn't matter I understand some people have been through some fucked up shit some people have been through a lot but oh that at the start there's two types of trauma the PTSD or the emotional kind of yeah like C PTSD childhood childhood trauma which is harder and because it's over like a duration of time not necessarily and there's not one narrative that you tell yourself with that it's like a collective a collective thing it can be you know throughout childhood a number of things happened to you and those things have all affected you that is you know my case like there's a number of things that I could have put it down to yeah I think the great thing about this is like you know you can be all down in the dumps and say how like messed up you are but I think it's like an interesting path to go down because the trauma is actually pieces of yourself that you've lost so once Mm. you get them back yeah you understand who you are on a new level yeah there's like all these fragments of yourself that are just waiting to come home and all you have to do is look at them Acknowledge them. Acknowledge them. Have compassion for them. Like, don't, yeah, like, get rid of the the shame and the guilt and feeling like there's something wrong with you for these things happening and just see it as something that happened. And, you know, on the other side of that is, like, such a beautiful connection to yourself, compassion for yourself and the ability to connect with others. Yeah, and when you think about it, it's exactly the reason that we're here. Like, (laughs) everybody came down here and there's no... We signed up for most of the shit we've been through. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, a key thing to take through it is just that childlike state of mind where, like, you know, it does get quite hard sometimes and you, it is really hard not to be negative self-talk when you realise you're uncovering all these things that you're holding on to. Yeah. But I think the moment that you, like, look at it from a third-party view of if someone else is going through this, what would you say to yourself? Like, yeah. The compassion and playfulness needs to come into it because I think that's where you and I have the most fun is that we laugh about our trauma (laughs) (laughs) and it's not necessarily a way of like avoiding it but it's just like it's still having like being able to process it and and find joy regardless of what you've been through yeah you know otherwise you would get play is so important for me yeah and I think that um leads nicely into our next episode because we're going to um talk about the frequency chart so it'll show you the lower vibrational frequencies of emotions and the weight that they hold in comparison to, like, love the and joy. Like, so fear and guilt and shame and all of those emotions versus love, joy, happiness yeah. and why it is that we've been programmed to be in the lower frequencies and not the higher ones. Yeah. So. We're going to get into the higher frequency. It's not all your That's fault. The journey. Yeah. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up over it. It's the matrix, baby. Yeah. <laughs>
blame it all on the matrix. Just blame it, blame it on the government. <laughs> yeah. Assholes. Free the people. <laughs> we the people. <laughs> we the people. <laughs> okay. We'll catch you next time. Yeah. We'll um, see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>